This episode of Atlas All Access is brought to you by Emergency and Zycam. Okay, not really. They, yeah. Please don't but sue us. But if they want to pay us to I, sponsor, I, we sure will. I'd love to have sponsors. but uh, Rich has no. some uh, positive comments on that. He's been using it a lot lately. A lot. A lot. Make this like a tea and you put it in hot water. It's Ooh, delicious. Oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Just sip yeah. on it all day. So you can hear it in my voice a little bit, right? Yeah. On this episode, we're going to talk about paid time off, what happens if you get sick, and all the stuff around that, because it's inevitable, it's going to happen. Unless you're a mom. Then you're never the one that gets sick. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily true. But... Yeah, fun topic. Atlas All Access starts now. So let's, uh, Hannah Bryant joins us again, recruiter extraordinaire. Uh, and I asked Hannah to come because I think she explains this better than any other recruiter that we have right now. What happens if you get sick on a contract and there are some companies that offer paid time off so you mm-hmm. could use that time. We have chosen not to offer that. Mm-hmm. So let's talk first about why we've chosen not to offer paid time off. And because of that, if we did, how it would affect your pay package in a negative way. Um, and so this is, I, I use my pie example a lot in a lot of different ways, but I think it's, I'm a visual learner, so it makes the most sense for me. Um, I always think of your pay package as the whole pie. The whole pie is the bill rate. You know, we have taxes taken out of here, what the company has to pay for that, these taxes taken out, what the nurse has to pay for that, your taxed hourly, per diems, stipends, and then the company's profits right here. So, the pie's already split in a lot of different ways. If we were to, once again, this money all comes from somewhere. It's coming mm-hmm. from the bill rate. It's coming yep. from the hours that you work that we build the hospital for. Divide the pie up, pay you. So if if we were to offer you sick time, PTO, here's a piece of your pie that's gone. The issue is if you don't use it, we're not giving you that piece of pie back. And there, you know, there are a few nurses that would like that reserve, but sure. I think the popular vote is no. I'd rather see my whole paycheck up front every week than for you guys to hold a piece back of that pie for the possibility that I might get sick, correct? Or I might need that time. Mm-hmm. Now we do offer bereavement, um, and then state specifically, we have to offer sick time in some states, mm-hmm. and that that is built into your pay package. If you're in Washington, you know there is this amount of money set aside for mm-hmm. that for that sick time. But that's state law versus right, what right. we Right, right. That's choose. not our decision. Exactly. We have, yeah, we have no choice there. Right. Um, but really, I'm, I'm, I'm a, the same thought process too. I'd rather see my whole paycheck. I don't want you holding holding it back for the possibility mm-hmm. that I might need it. Right. Um, and, and often those companies offering incentives like that, they're maybe... They're also the companies guaranteeing hours, even though the hospital has a call-off policy. So once again, here's your piece of the pie that they've taken out, and maybe they you are going to use it, maybe you're not going to use it. It's a risk that you take, but oftentimes that's 36 hours. That's one week of your paycheck. So that could be anywhere from twelve to three thousand dollars that mm-hmm. that they just took from you that you may not get back. Right, and and that's kind of. Hannah explained it perfectly. That's always been our stance is your check is your check. And we want you to see where every single dollar of that Mm -hmm. goes. And so that's why we've chosen not to. And it's the spirit of transparency too. You know, if we're not, if we're just saying, oh yeah, you have guaranteed hours, you have this sick time available to you, then we're not being 
100% transparent with you. I was about to say honest, but that's not fair. Um, we're not being transparent in where that money goes, where mm-hmm. those pieces of the pie go. Um, mm-hmm. It would be better for us to be up front and, and explain the call-off policy before you're submitted to a job, and you would know then the possibility of getting called off. Yep. Um, right. Or or where that where that piece of the pie goes and yep. maybe seeing that money for PTO, maybe not, depending on if you use it. Okay, so knowing what you know now, let's say you are on a contract with us and you do get sick, right? So mm-hmm. I was I was gone I was out yesterday. Yesterday I thought I was gonna die. It was it was bad. And maybe it's just man flu. I don't know. It was it probably was. Quite honestly, it was You like, did sound you did sound really bad. It was yeah. bad. <clears throat> and I mean it's still you can still kinda tell as coughing and whatever, you don't wanna go to work and infect right. others. Right. Especially a population that's already sick. Absolutely. And vulnerable. Right. Yeah. So you do get sick at work. How do you make up those hours or what's the best way to go about making sure that you get the hours that you're supposed to get every week, even though you were sick. So today you're feeling better. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be a bad idea to call the manager. I'm feeling better. If you have any shifts, holes in your schedule, I can pick up. Then you're not, you're Mm -hmm. not out those hours. You're not out those stipends Um, or pick up an overtime shift the the next week, if that's a possibility. Sure. Um, But really those are the two, two biggest solutions to that. So I think out of that just comes communicate. Yes. Communicate yep. with your manager. Communicate with yeah. you know who, whoever that might be at the facility mm-hmm. that you've talked to before. And you'll identify that person when you start a contract. Right. Like, okay, this is the person I need to go back to, scheduler, mm-hmm. or whoever that person is, to make up those hours if you do get sick. Right. And if we're talking about extreme sickness, like this isn't going to happen to you, but let's say this turns into pneumonia and mm-hmm. you're in the hospital, then we do have that supplementary plan as well mm-hmm. for... To pay you, I think it's $300 a day Mm -hmm. for the days that you cannot work because you're hospitalized. You have to be admitted into the hospital. But that would be an extreme situation. You know, there are sicknesses that are out of our control, like Mm -hmm. appendectomies. Um, I know that that policy and plan has been useful to nurses who have emergency procedures like that. At least it's something, you know, $300 a day, three days a day, that's $900 that you wouldn't have otherwise had. And it's less than a cup of coffee a week. I think it's $5. If you want more information on that, you can go back and watch any of the Mm -hmm. videos we did about our benefits around open enrollment, or you can contact benefits at HR or benefits at atlasmedstaff.com you'd have more uh, information on that forms library on ADP if you're an active traveler there we go okay so then last question uh and this actually just came up in an email and without being too alarmist right Mm -hmm. everyone's talking about the coronavirus right I mean it's everybody's talking about they're all here in Nebraska right they're just they're not too far from us in Ashland over here so have you seen that meme about the bubble wrap I have yes (laughs) if you popped a bubble wrap that came from China. Yeah, mm-hmm. the air. Okay, kind of true. Actually, it's kind of no, true. It is. So don't do it. Um, so uh, let's say something like this happens, or SARS before that, or the bird flu before that, right? I mean, all of these things. Ebola. We had Ebola. How many? Yeah, absolutely. So, and I, I guarantee we have had ER nurses that are working right now, where some patient has come in mm-hmm. sounding like me and said, "Oh no, I've I've been exposed. I have the coronavirus." You don't. Right. You you don't have it, but. How do you deal with that kind of, that, that I don't want to say hysteria, Stigma. because that's not a thing mm-hmm. yet. Right. But how do you deal with that? And then how do you, how do you work through maybe some of the, uh, I, I, the negative stigma that, come, that might come with working in a healthcare facility when something like this happens? 
I would assume that a lot of nurses are wearing masks right now. A, because it's flu season. B, True. because of, especially in the ER setting. Yep. Um, so I think they're already taking that protective measure. But then the hospital's also going to have policies and procedures in place for these types of situations, especially, you know, like some of our hospitals who are getting those patients. They have very strict procedures in place to protect the nurses, the patient, and the general population. Oh, yeah. These people aren't just walking in the ER bay doors, right? Right. right. I mean, no. Right. Uh. So yeah, just always divert back. And if if you want more information on your hospital's policy, then they're going to make that readily available to yep. you. Probably should have gone over it during orientation, but nobody remembers that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would assume that that management is already having meetings discussing their protocol. That's exactly right. And that was our answer back on the yeah. two. We've gotten two emails so far. Like, what happens if this happens? Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we are going to, as a company, default back to every hospital's policy. Mm-hmm. It's silly for us to make a policy. That We're doesn't make, that wouldn't make right. any sense at all. We are not healthcare professionals. No. Well, a few of us are, but yeah, yeah, not sure. we are not. But I, we have no idea what's happening at that facility level, and we're going to put our trust in those people that are that mm-hmm. are managing those facilities right now to make that policy. Right, and then we're just going and to they follow exist. their policy. And exactly. They, yep, they exist. Yeah, don't think for a second that they're not, because yeah. every one of them has a has yeah. a plan right now. Otherwise, just wear your mask. It's something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's. It, we have actually had a hard time ordering N95 masks. Oh. It's happening. Yeah, it's actually happening where they are in short supply. All the supply. people traveling at the airports. That's right? where they are. That's exactly right. So, Hannah, thank you so much. I know it's... Thanks uh, for having me. It's not always an awesome topic, but it's one that we have to talk about because, you know, it's especially when you get something and you right. think... And there, I is, were... there is the difference out there. Right. So when you're not comparing... When you don't think you're comparing apples to apples, it's nice to have that clarity of why somebody does it, why someone doesn't. So, If I would suggest the Zycam with elderberry, mm. it's delicious and mm. uh, it helps shorten colds. I think it's helping. I don't know. You should put it in pancakes like you would blueberries. Oh, elderberry? I don't even, I couldn't even tell you like, it might, like do they grow melting. on trees? I don't even yeah. know. No, she's bushes. Making, she's making that up. I don't think uh-huh. so. I know someone who makes elderberry jam. It's quite a process. You have to add a lot of sugar. If you want some elderberry jam, Hannah would hook you up. Yeah, personally, but okay. <laughs> See you next week.